What's going on, family? It's your boy A Double, host of the radio show Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Have you guys been wanting more of Do Rags and Boat Shoes? I know an episode a week really isn't enough, and you guys like it when I double up. But I just started uh, recording mini podcast on the app called Bumpers. So make sure you download Bumpers. That's B U M P E R S. So you're getting a bump of that work. It's over a five, over five minutes and under a dime. So I'm gonna give you over five minutes of that work, but I'm gonna keep it under ten minutes. You know, it's just mini episodes to kind of get you through to the next episode of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. So make sure you follow me on Bumpers at D and B, or just search Do Rags and Boat Shoes. And if you guys want to get your podcast game up and you ain't got the money for the equipment download the app for free bumpers and start creating mini episodes on your i device or on your android device again download bumpers and follow your boy a double holla Listen, fam, I need y'all to step your podcast game up. Terrestrial Radio is dated, censored, and overrated. Even John in Tennessee will tell you. That shit is fucking trash, dog. Get the fuck off the airwaves. So check out podcastincolor.com. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S-I-N-C-O-L-O-R.com. Barry has put together a directory full of podcasts hosted by people of color, and she even has it divided by categories such as sports, food, hot topics, and so on. So make sure you check out www.podcastandcolor.com. Are you trying to get your business up off the ground, but you can't draw or design for shit? He needs some milk. Check out my man Jamie Hill at ZooDesignWorks.com. Jamie has worked with CoverGirl, Under Armour, The Kennedy Center, and even yours truly. This brother is thorough, has great vision, and his work is grade A. Check out ZooDesignWorks.com for all your design needs. Mic check, mic check. Where the f*** is my check? You're now tuned in to Do Rags and Boat Shoes. this turned down what's going on family it is your boy a double and you're now tuned into what is this episode 84 i believe of do rags and boat shoes 84 or 85 i think it's 84 uh got that uh good old mob deep hey love playing in the background uh shout out to prodigy may he rest in peace rest in power and uh you know let's get started it only be fitting to get started on that summer jam screen if people don't know uh, where I got the Summer Jam screen, you hear Hove say it in the at, at the end. It's from the song Takeover uh, for my youngins out there. Uh, that song was when uh, Jay-Z pretty much went to war with all of New York to claim that he was the king of New York. Uh, he went at everybody from uh, Mob Deep to uh, I even think the locks was on there. Just everybody in their mama, you know, caught an L on that. And he had that scathing verse towards Nas. But he says, don't be the next contestant on that Summer Jam screen. 
and prior to the blueprint album coming out he dropped the song blue uh takeover with the Nasless verse he just said ask Nas he don't want it with hove no and uh it didn't have that verse where he was breaking down Nas whole career and how he influenced him and things like that and just was dropping facts like that that was that that was tough on Nas I didn't think Nas would recover but I don't think he did tell you the truth but it is what it is but he was talking about the summer jam screen because he put uh prodigy from mob deep up there because prodigy uh his grandma i believe ran like a dance school so he had him in like uh uh he had some childhood pictures of prodigy up there on that summer jam screen at the summer jam concert in new york uh summer jam is a concert that hot 97 throws every year and like big name artists perform there and things but when jay just decided he's gonna be the under disputed king of new york uh that's when he really started you know going at people who was throwing shots at him you know and uh, the reason that he was throwing shots at this is gonna be some hip-hop history for y'all but the reason that he was throwing shots at uh mob deep was because uh they were mad at him because he's uh in a uh, volume two uh, he said in a song, it's like New York's been soft ever since Snoop came through and crushed the building. I'm trying to restore the feeling. Fuck the law, keep pilling. And uh, so what he was saying was he was talking about the that, that old video with the dog pound. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Uh, when the, <laughs> the dog pound basically shot a video and they were like kicking over like New York skyscrapers, just dissing the fuck out of New York. But mob deep was going back at those west coast cats uh like snoop and death row and all of them when the beef was on this was even uh you know before Pac died they was going at him and things of that sorts and uh you know and so they got pissed at whole for saying that because they're like shit we've been holding new york down during the whole east coast west coast uh nonsense and so they started throwing little jabs and hooks at uh hove and you know jigger was just like okay well, it's time for me to end this once and for all. And um, so that's where I got the whole uh, summer jam screen is me just putting stuff on blast, uh, you know, bullshit that's going on in the news. So it's just a little history lesson of hip hop. So hopefully, hopefully y'all learned a little something, something. But uh, may Prodigy rest in peace. Uh, they gave us some bangers. Mob Deep did. Uh, I always, uh, always keep what he be saying on a quiet storm uh, when it's just like hip hop, hip hop. That's just always plays in my head randomly, you know, when I'm just kind of vibing out or you know, just have yeah, you have random sayings or phrases just pops in your head all the time. That's that's just one. It's like hip hop, hip hop. But um, you know, Havoc's a great producer. That's the other half of a uh, Mob Deep and a uh, Prodigy. You know, he gave us some killers and killer bars. Like he said, Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body. You know, he he broke down the Illuminati way back in the what was it mid 90s before people even like black folks was really on that conspiracy theory shit and uh knowing about the illuminated ones and he was the one who introduced it actually to the rap game so this is was actually a very deep brother right here he did a lot of reading and things of that sort and it reflected in the music too so uh may that man rest in peace rest in power and uh much love and respect to him also, uh, rest in peace and rest in power to Philando Castile. Uh, he is not seek. He he will not get any justice. Uh, everybody knows though of what happened. The uh, the uh, officer Yanez was uh, acquitted. 
and it sucks it really does so basically we saw on facebook live we saw a man die we did we saw where uh Philand, if you don't know up in minnesota uh philando castile his uh fiance and his uh baby girl they were driving uh got pulled over by the cops and the cops you know were telling him that he had a broken uh brake light or his brake light was out or something of that sort so they was just pretty much uh broken window policing uh just trying to collect some money for the county and for the state as cops always do instead of solving actual crimes they just be out here uh collecting checks so that's what i call it collecting a check for the county for the city and for the state uh, however you want to look at it and uh you know they you ask for their license registration philando was like yeah uh, i have that but you know um i i have a um i'm armed um i have a license to carry he let him know that he was just honest with him like hey you know i got my concealed carry permit and the cop was like don't reach for it he's like i'm not reaching for it cop pulls out his gun and shoots him seven times and while he's dying with his last breath he is telling the cop i wasn't reaching for it and what makes this so reckless is this man opened fire into a vehicle with a woman and a child and a little girl in there just open fire directly into the vehicle and you see the cop you know they newly released the dashboard footage and it shows the cop on the other side he has a great vantage point to see if philando is actually grabbing his gun and he never reacts to grab his gun if you look at the newly re newly released dash cam footage and you know what's so funny i posted on my uh facebook uh page is how you know i get sick and tired of them releasing new videos after the acquittal because they don't want the uh the uh the uh the public the court of public opinion to influence the jurors before the case happens that's why that's where really why they do this shit uh they release these videos um you know because only thing we were going off of is the facebook live video after he was shot and the cop is like freaking out and uh tell him i told him not to reach for it and this man saying this man philando with his last dying breath he's talking about i wasn't going you know i wasn't reaching for it i wasn't reaching for it and you know it just pisses me off and you know i had a guy coming in my mentions you know talking about you know it probably was released into evidence in the court but you know they always release it afterwards blah blah blah, blah. but you know this this would have outraged people even more because it just showed right off the jump as soon as he said he was armed but he's not reaching for it the cop just pulled his pistol out and said don't go for it don't reach for it and he's like i'm not bang 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 and this man is with his dying breath is still trying to convince the officer i wasn't reaching for it but as soon as he said he was armed this man probably shit his pants probably pissed himself and you know he got spooked and what's interesting about this case is that the use of deadly force with an unreasonable cause or unreasonable fear using using deadly force and unreasonable cause is, you know, that's going to be the new norm now. So basically, every single case moving forward, I guarantee, will reference Philando Castile if a cop 
shoots a person just flats out shoot them you know because they used to say i feared for my life uh back in the day before the age of you know these camera phones and shit like that like back in the mid 90s late 80s they used to you know they used to just smoke a brother and they would plant a, a rusty pistol on them or during the the height of the crack era so what 87 to uh, up to fucking 98 i would say well 96 i would say 87 and 96 you know they was they was planting you know sprinkling crack on them i mean dave Chappelle even joked about that in one of his stand-ups you know just sprinkle some crack on them you know they would smoke you and they would plant evidence you know fake evidence to show that you know they were shooting at me and things like that and we seen the same thing happen with walter scott when the police officer shot him in his back and then walked up and planted a weapon on him to try to justify the death but now with this philando castile case this is basically given a green light and i'll tell you how is well I'm, I'm telling you how to give you how it'll give cops the green light to smoke somebody to kill somebody so you just shoot somebody bang bang and the only thing you have to say in court is i feared for my life and your defense attorney is going to reference the philando castile um case you know he can argue that all the way up to the supreme court you know it's just like the uh the uh what is it the dred scott decision when we talk about racism white supremacy when a supreme court judge said that um um a black man has no it has no rights that a white man is bound to respect and that is on the books and that still goes on to this day and so this this is setting a very dangerous precedent um i want black folks to still practice their second amendment rights uh, you might have to be out in these streets with a vest up under you uh, which is sad it's hot a bulletproof vest is hot as fuck it's not breathable but you know technology might have changed they might have some breathable ones but i know back in the early 2000s them bitches was heavy and them bitches are not breathable uh, a partner of mine used to have one and i tried it on a couple times and that shit is hot but it'll save your life um but let's um let's just talk about some of these reactions to the case uh we had a situation uh with my wife she uh, posted that trevor noah video from the uh daily show and his response to it and uh she had some uh some some so-called friends i guess back from her whole hometown you know my wife is uh from uh, up north in a little town in iowa um and uh so one guy commented on her thing you know trying to ask questions about uh did you think he was innocent and all this other stuff and he was basically thinking this is a white guy thinking from the mindset that philando castile deserved to die and uh thinking in terms of okay let's put philando on trial but not actually officer yanez and you know they do that so much they did that with trayvon martin they put him on trial even though it was the trial for uh, george zimmerman they put him on trial they assassinated his character they did the same thing with jordan davis down there in florida uh they did the same thing with mike brown trying to say that he was strong arm robbery uh he was super nigga running through bullets trying to run an attack um uh, darren wilson and i believe they probably tried to do the same thing with philando castile but they couldn't because the firearm was legal he had his uh permit with him along with his license uh he was squeaky clean had a great job only thing that they tried to do is uh say that he had a bunch of parking tickets and this this parking tickets my question to the media and to everyone out there who's trying to justify this death getting multiple 
parking tickets, does that justify someone dying? Okay. So, um, so let's go back to this Facebook post. So, like I said, uh, this young man uh, who I guess went to high school with my wife or whatever uh, was uh, trying to uh, pick her brain about um, why did she feel this way? Yada yada yada. Well, my wife believes in the system of justice, the same as I do, and she's very progressive slash radical as I am too. I want, I want, I'm more radical than progressive. I'm gonna keep it 100. Um, you know, I'm just like burn it down. Let's all start over. But um, <laughs> but anyway, so he's uh trying to play it off, and uh, you know, he's so he's slipping in just some bullshit, saying that um. You know, my wife is saying that he died of a broken tail light, and he's saying no, he didn't die of a broken tail light. Uh, he was just trying to justify it under the terms of, oh, if you just did what the officer said, you wouldn't be dead. And I'm like, that's some bullshit because he did exactly what the officer said. Did you even watch the video? Probably not, but you just seen uh, a black man get killed, and you're just like, oh, okay, another bad dude off the streets. And then so another uh, one of her uh, friends from back home, uh, this is a white Hispanic who is a cop, and uh, he's saying that basically um he doesn't have all the facts but he writes like a whole long paragraph you know just being on the cop side being behind that blue wall that blue wall of silence or the blue shield whatever the fuck you want to call it and so i hopped in there and i just you know told the young man you know for you not to know all the facts of the case you sure have a lot to say and then the other guy i told him well you know why did so you feel philando deserved to die because of a broken taillight or because of past um parking tickets or whatever and so he comes back and says uh i know this conversation is about to turn into a yeah but um so i don't want to get into it yada 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 but he had all these questions from my wife when it just heard but her husband come in here and i was about to hit him with all these facts and uh, you know i'm gonna tell y'all something uh when it comes to twitter facebook whatever i, I normally don't argue but i keep in my notes uh, basically, I keep a rebuttal for everything that a white person is about to say when they uh, talking that bullshit or when a coon, you know, who thinks he's an honorary white person says some shit. I just I, I, in my notes, literally in my notes, I have articles and references to facts and CDC statistics to everything that they say. Like, what about black on black crime? What about jury? Uh, what about going out and vote? Uh, what about pulling yourself up from your boot by your bootstraps? everything that they say i have a rebuttal for it so everything from welfare reform uh you know talking about black folks always on welfare sitting around just collecting a check i got facts for that like i keep statistics just in case you know somebody needs some knowledge and needs to gain some understanding but you know a lot of times i tell y'all i'm not in the business to telling white folks that racism does exist so when he said that it was it's going to be a yeah but conversation that's how that's that's people who can't argue they would just say yeah but yada 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 but with me it's like there's no yeah but because i and i said this i don't agree with anything that you said so there won't be any yeah but but i do have facts and references so let me know if you want any of those yeah but there hasn't been a response so but with these situations um you know with these two young men thinking who came on my wife's status about the whole philando castile thing is the very first thing that we we will talk about and just how to deal with some of these trolls is <clears throat> excuse me is um you know the the first thing 
the very first thing that you have to really ask these guys and these people who want to question you and you know a lot of times that they're trolling or whatsoever but not once did these young men put themselves in Philando Castile's shoes and think, damn, that could have been me. Now I know every black person who's woke or has a sense of self and community could understand that, damn, that could have been me. That could have been my brother. That could have been my father. That could have been my uncle, my cousin. You know, women, they could see themselves in that position, too. So that's the first thing. So they didn't see themselves there because the system... It's going to work for him. Now, I don't know about the white Hispanic gentleman, but he's a cop, so he thinks that the system is going to work for him. But, you know, he might get a wake up call in a few years down the road. You never know because you're only an honorary uh, white person for so long until you get up out of line and get out of pocket. So we know we all know how that works. So but they never saw themselves so one of the guys makes the argument that uh both of them made the argument that he was judged by a jury of his peers right and uh so that's why the cop got off uh it was a fair and balanced jury but you can go back and look at the betty uh shelby case with terrence crutcher these motherfuckers they just voted not guilty because they were hungry they didn't want to keep sitting around in that room deliberating, debating, and talking about why she should be found guilty. And they all felt that she was unfit to be a cop so much that they penned a letter to the chief of police. You see what I'm saying? So that jury shit, you can throw that bullshit up out the window. We can even go to uh, Judge Olu Stevens, who was, what is that, out there in North Carolina or South Carolina? Out there east, there's Judge Olu Stevens who caught hell from uh, other uh, judges and from the community. Uh, white folks was mad at him and prosecutors were mad at him because he would throw out these all white juries if it was like a black person facing a trial black or brown person it's like this is not a jury of this person's peers you know they're just going to find him guilty off rip i don't care how much of a, a bleeding liberal that you think that you have in here a nice mixed pool of people don't know that these motherfuckers look the same as this person standing trial so he caught all kind of hell and i believe this man was suspended so you can throw that jury shit up out the window and then one of the young men on uh the cop the white hispanic cop he was talking about that you need to go vote you know if you don't like it go vote well if that's the case let's talk about gerrymandering we can talk about how these uh either the democrats or the republicans will if whoever controls the house redraws the districts in a way that a black vote or the poor votes do, don't really matter it gets diluted with a group of people who actually uh support you know the republican candidate or some bullshit ass weak ass democrat you know what i'm saying so the the black vote really isn't that popular so we could talk about gerrymandering we can talk about there's an incident um with the uh, supreme court they deemed it was racist uh policies with uh, gerrymandering in uh, uh, a state out east i forgot which state it was but this was a pretty high profile thing and it was a high profile thing but it wasn't that much in the news you know what I'm saying? So you can throw that whole go vote shit out the windows, too. And then, um, you know, a lot of people were saying that, you know, the cop was just doing his job. Well, no, he wasn't. You know what I'm saying? It's a situation where you got backup on your right, you know, to the other side can see if he's pulling out a pistol or not. So you, you're really not doing your job just unloading rounds in the car with a child and a woman. So this unreasonable fear that justifies the use of deadly force has happened before we've seen it with betty shelby when she and i broke that down in the whole interview on uh 
on 60 Minutes, I broke that whole damn thing down, her whole interview, and the only reason she killed him because he didn't do what she say. It wasn't big black man do what the fuck I say. So this was a big black boogeyman who was out here. She tried to lie and said that he was high on PCP and he was walking back to his car to reach in for a weapon. And you see on the uh, video or whatever from the helicopter video that that window is up. He's not, he can't even reach in there. There's blood splatter on the window. So, okay, get the fuck up out the paint with that. And then you look at the, uh, the case of Peter Liang when he's going through these projects, these high-rise projects. This man is walking through. This is the cop that killed Akai Gurley. He's walking through the project hallways and things like that, trying to chase a suspect or something like that. Or it was a call about something, some more broken window policing. And this man is going through these different hallways with his gun off safety and his finger on the trigger. So Akai Gurley comes from around the corner. Peter Liang gets spooked because it's a black man and he blows him away. So we're seeing these cases happen more often and it's this whole uh, unreasonable fear. There's no reason for them to be fearful, but they're just so scared of black people that they just blown them away and these juries is finding them not guilty. And, you know, before I broke down this whole jury being judged by a jury of peers and how, you know, the human influence is just too much like and it's so disgusting with that whole Terrence Crutcher, Betty Shelby thing that they let her off and they knew that she was unfit to be a fucking cop, but they was hungry. You know what I'm saying? So you really just have to save that bullshit, you know, save the drama for your mama. And then even speaking about uh, bum ass Betty Shelby. So right now there's a meet and greet uh for her from some cop enthusiasts who's been supporting her the the whole way so uh, a news station ran a report in uh, oklahoma city her lawyer released a statement saying yes it's true that there is a, a cop enthusiast group aka a white supremacist group who wants to uh sit down with betty shelby shake her hand and all this other shit i guess they were donating money to her uh while she was uh not working uh you know during this case or this investigation and that's another thing a lot of these cops are getting rewarded for blowing away black men or you know, black women you know killing black folks i should say you look at uh the case with uh mike brown so mike brown got blown away you know just shot dead in the middle of the street and nobody ever talks about there's a video you can look it up on cnn there's a video of these two painters uh, they're actually saying like what the fuck he had his hands up why'd he shoot him there's a and nobody talks about that nobody says shit about that video of mike brown when uh the painters are like what the fuck he had his hands up and he just blew him away or he just shot him just, just look it up just type in like cnn painters mike brown or something like that or these were some construction workers or something of that sort i think they was working on the house and they saw the whole thing go down and so uh, a GoFundMe was put up for uh, for uh, Officer Darren Wilson, and it was raised over, what, damn near $2 million for him. And this man is just sitting somewhere in a suburb of St. Louis just chilling. And then you look at the situation with uh, George Zimmerman. George Zimmerman, you saying, oh, he's a Mexican, he's Hispanic. Well, he's a white Hispanic. You, uh, Hispanic is not a race. You can, And look at his goddamn driver's license. This man thinks he's an honorary white man. And uh, he was even out here 
gloating about the death you know on his twitter page so they had to suspend him and then uh even before that he was out here selling uh paintings of the uh confederate flag so this mexican this hispanic this white hispanic thought that he was a white man but you know there was a gofundme for him or something like that or indiegogo that raised a bunch of money for him and he made a bunch of money off of these paintings and then he was making appearances at these gun shows so his big business in the killing a black man there's huge business in the killing black folks i mean you're gonna get paid you just gotta suffer just a little tiny bit but you know your payday is gonna come and that's what's fucked up about this damn system just so right now there's a meet and greet going on for Betty Shelby to congratulate her on killing Terrence Crutcher and it's disgusting I'm just I'm so fucking disgusted and you know black folks really gotta wake up this whole hold hands and pray and thinking that the system's gonna work for you it's not gonna work you know this whole civil rights thing it ain't gonna work you gotta take it back to human rights and just protect yourself I mean, you really have to be weary and leery of everybody that you come in contact with you know, you're going to have to use some of that quote unquote unreasonable fear to save your own life. So you're just going to have them spider senses tingling and just be on alert at all time because any one of us could be the next one to go. Hove, what you got to say? Don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. All right, thank you so much, Tyrone Biggums, for that wonderful intro and uh, to my DJ with the uh, nice scratch going on. So selling hope like dope right now is the Supreme Court. On Monday, they ruled that the government may not refuse to register potentially offensive names. I think uh, the Washington Redskins put in some strong efforts to protect, protect their trademarks. Uh, so a law denying protection to disparaging trademarks, the court said, violated the First Amendment. And the decision was unanimous. So everybody on the Supreme Court can eat a D.I.H.I.C. Um, this is some bullshit. So uh, what uh, people of color need to do, specifically the natives, Native Americans, our Indians, NDNs, uh, what they really need to do, they need to go and start trademarking. Not these five dollar Indians, but they need to trademark the uh, the uh, Cucamonga uh, white skins. That's what they really need to do. Um, I remember uh, Bomani Jones on ESPN. He wore a shirt that uh, reversed the uh, the Cleveland Indians logo and had a white guy with a instead of a feather in the back of his head, he had he had a. Um, a dollar sign so that's what my indian folks they really need to do because this is some bullshit uh you know we can only take uh, the first amendment so far and when it's benefiting a corporation or some white folks it can go as extreme as possible but when the roles are reversed that's when we start looking into uh changing some of these laws that's that's really how it goes so the supreme court is doing nothing but selling hope like dope and this is just a sign of the times of the regime that we are in under trump and uh you know hopefully some of my native folks will uh do that use some of that casino money up i'm sorry you can't use that casino money because most of that casino money went to five dollar indians and if you do not know what a five dollar indian is uh go look up the dawes rolls 
And this was uh, basically when they started handing out um, money and uh, benefits to uh, Native Americans uh, back after uh, slavery and things of that sort. And black folks really need to look into that treaty of 1866. I know uh, the brother, Dr. Claude Anderson, is already looking into that, has been fighting it uh, with the Obama administration and they brushed him off. And uh, and he's doing it with the Trump administration. So basically what that treaty of 1866 said that. Uh, basically uh slaves and descendants or now descendants of slaves was supposed to get uh 40 acres a mule and a hundred dollars or 150 dollars or something like that so y'all can keep the mule uh give give us the acres of land and uh break that bread so you look at that time frame that hundred dollars should it should be a pretty penny by now right and so but anyways let's talk about the dolls rolls and the five dollar indians so a five dollar indian uh once once white folks uh found out that these native americans were uh getting these benefits like uh was it free land uh government money uh and then i believe the casinos was a part of that too maybe i'm not sure but anyway so the dolls rolls had a list of all native americans and tribes so what they would do white folks would go down to uh the uh, office or when people were taking surveys you know to get natives they would give the person taking a survey uh five bucks not the survey but jotting down the um the list of the native americans they would give that person five dollars and be like hey just throw me on there and then all of a sudden that's why when you see uh president obama handing out these when you saw president obama every year giving giving away hundreds of millions of dollars uh for that treaty of 1866 and uh these uh fcc communications and uh these licenses uh grants or whatever for uh communications over the airwaves uh, for these radio stations and things like that to indians uh, that's why they look lily white because a lot of them are five dollar indians and then that's why a lot of times you see white folks talking about oh i'm cherokee i'm choctaw i'm a blackfoot and all this other stuff it's because 99% of them are $5 Indians. You know, they talk about they got a grandma, you know, way great great grandma that's, you know, a red-blooded Indian all this other shit and uh they make Indian blood, you know, as sacred as gold, but nobody in America has has went through the shit that black folks have went through. So, I'm losing my train of thought and I'm rambling here, but I was saying that the Native Americans now, the darker ones, the actual Native Americans Indians, they really can't you know be out here trademarking shit like that because a lot of them doing bad have you, if you've seen these reservations you go up to macy nebraska and you just like god damn folks is living like savages out there you know every house out there looking like a crack house and shit like that but it's their land and they own it but you know you need to start trademarking you know some some racist phrases and start getting paid and then then we'll see how quick the supreme court will come back and be like oh well you know what let's go ahead and just kind of change this around you can't really trademark a uh a, a racist term or something like that you'll see how quick these tables turn but anyways it's a sign of the times of the regime that we're in like i said before um you know it is what it is this country is regressing and every single day a story comes out about how racist this society is and the supreme court is selling hope like dope this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l so holding an l this week it 
really does have to be this damn justice system not only because of what happened with philando castile uh but there was a story that came out about a month ago about um back in uh baltimore you can look at this on uh cbs uh baltimore's website this happened back in uh around the the first week of may second week of may a jury has awarded 1.26 million dollars to a family whose dog was shot and killed by police back in february of 2014. um there was a three-day trial took place in the circuit court uh for Ann arundel county and uh man these folks got 1.26 million dollars 1. almost 1.3 million dollars for the death of their dog cop shot their dog and um i just i don't know I, I really don't know what to say with this because if you look at uh some of these settlements like if you look at the uh settlement of uh that teenager in chicago back in uh let's see here this was actually back in what uh april uh back in cook county so uh, about four years ago uh, a teen was shot by a chicago police officer during a chase on the 4th of july back in uh almost back in uh, 2014 or 2013 and uh and this was the shooting of christian green and his family received three hundred and fifty thousand dollars in damages so this this justice system there isn't a justice system it's just a system in place that uh benefits some but not all helps some doesn't help all so the justice system has to hold this L. And then your man's Bill Cosby has to hold this L. Now, we all know that uh, the jury was deadlocked on this decision with his sexual assault. Um, I don't give two fucks about Cosby, tell you the truth, because I'm still out here stealing pound cake. And, uh, you know, that's why I'm catching all this hell from stealing pound cake. But anyways, um, so he is taking this fucking oj route so, and i say that to say this you get off you know for the from these sexual assault charges then not even a week later or a month later or a year later you have your spokespeople come out and say that you're going to be touring and educating folks on how to not be charged with sexual assault especially like athletes and things of that sort now this i say that this is the oj route because once oj got off oj's big-headed ass was back politicking with these white folks he did a a, a make-believe book like if he did it and he was just rubbing it in the faces of america and you seen what the hell happened them white folks set his ass up to go steal his own shit and then they threw the book at him and then the judge in that case of him stealing his own shit back somebody stole some memorabilia from him from a storage uh, unit when uh they were trying to get uh civil damages uh from him after the uh the criminal trial the uh, brown family was and so he put all his stuff in storage you know he signed the the stuff off the, in the storage unit was in the name of one of his good friends or a manager or something of that sort and all of a sudden some guy had some of his memorabilia so he's like well let's go get the shit back and so these white folks that was with him was hyping him up like yeah yeah let's go get it back and it's all was an elaborate ploy 
to set OJ's dumb ass up. His big dumb headed ass walked up in that hotel room and was trying to get his shit back. And he said some kind of phrase uh, like nobody's leaving until I get my shit or something like that. And so that constituted or uh, that's the definition of kidnapping legally. So they threw the book at OJ. And I think OJ is up for uh, parole pretty soon. And they even had the Brown family there. Not 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 the Brown family, but the gold Ron Goldman, the Goldman family there to talk about OJ's character and shit like that. And it wasn't even relevant to the case. So this was white America coming back to get OJ because OJ got off for supposedly killing a white woman and a white man. But nobody wanted to talk about the mob ties to the Mezzaluna restaurant that she was always visiting and how Ron Goldman was uh practicing in martial arts and different things like that and uh ron goldman had all these crazy defensive wounds on him and it showed that he was probably fighting back but the only thing that they could find on oj was a nick so if this man knows martial arts and has all these crazy defense wounds on him and oj don't have a mark on him except for a little nick on one of his fingers you know it's looking funny in the light but OJ should have took his big headed ass on back somewhere and hid. And what's crazy about that OJ Made in America special it was talking about, um, I don't know if it was called Made in America or whatever, but um, for the making of OJ Simpson, whatever it was called, that ESPN 30 for 30. And they were talking about how OJ tried to come back to the black community and things like that. And black folks were starting to accept him and things of that sort around LA. And uh, then he just started tiptoeing back with them white folks and acting crazy. And this is the same thing that I feel that, uh, you know, Bill Cosby is doing. Bill Cosby got off of this sexual assault charge. Bill Cosby need to take his ass on somewhere and just cool the fuck out. But no, you're going to release an official statements from your spokespeople talking about you about to go on tour and wag your finger and tell people how to avoid sexual assault. Now, I'm not about to take some advice from Bill Cosby. I'll tell you that right now. All these women and came out the woodwork talking about, you know, you done did this, that, and the third. I, I, I'm not going to take your advice because it looked like you've been taking L's with the ladies. You know, I'm not going to take your advice on that, on how to beat that shit. And your money is so fucking long. You know what I'm saying? And this is a situation where I feel like Bill Cosby is just rubbing, you know, the people's faces in it and i say the people i mean in white folks faces in it and you know feminists and people of that sorts you know just kind of rubbed in their face like hey you know i beat it and did y'all see the video i don't know if that is that if that is real him coming out of court and him doing the fat albert laugh because i'm just like yo like bill you wilding right now you everybody knows you beat a case your ass takes the 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 humblest of humble pie and you just shove that shit down your throat and you thank the jury you thank the judge and everything like that if you get off i ain't never had to face anything too crazy only the the most that i've faced is like lying to cops and shit like that and you know little bullshit like that and you know crazy traffic tickets and shit like that just nothing too 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 crazy but every time that I done got off with a fine, I'm just like, thank you, your honor, and things like that, and avoided jail time, I'm like, thank you, your honor. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You know, I'm not about to be out here gloating and shit like that. Now, you beat a fucking murder charge like OJ. You beat sexual assault case. 
with all these women coming out the woodwork saying that you did this that and the third and you out here hitting the fat albert laugh like hey 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 like nigga what is the fucking what is your problem like this i feel like a lot of black folks out here rich black folks who have money think that that money is going to make them untouchable now bill cosby was supposedly going blind i'm legally blind once the trial was about to start now all of a sudden he out here he's he's healthy enough to go on tour and talk about how to avoid catching sexual assault charges now he ain't educating people about sexual assault he's coming out here telling you how to avoid being uh, accused of sexual assault now there are a lot of gold diggers out there who are trying to looking for a come up and things of that sort and you let somebody else tell that story you let a professional athlete tell that story you let somebody who hasn't been in trouble for sexual assault and for uh giving women quaaludes and rubbing them up and down and hitting them with the pudding pop while they doped up you let somebody else do that uh bill cosby you sit your ass down so i guess i'm hitting you with a damn uh pound cake speech but you beat a case of sexual assault then you feel that it's wise for you to get out here in these streets go on tour talking about how to beat sexual assault bill cosby you have to hold this fucking l you win perfect all right so moving on to not all heroes wear capes first things first we have to give it to our man prodigy uh made us made this man rest in peace spoke about him earlier on the summer jam screen as i was explaining the summer jam screen uh one half of the infamous duo mob deep uh you know may he rest in peace uh, yeah, i know he was suffering from sickle cell and uh some people were saying that he he choked on an egg or something they don't know if that's the cause of death or what's going on with that uh, i just know that we lost another hip-hop legend uh going too soon and uh you know much love and respect to him also uh we have to shout out to hove uh, this past father's day hove donated some money to uh, different organizations so uh fathers could be out on father's day uh you know who were uh, stuck in jail on some uh, petty bail shit you know a lot of times folks can't make bail uh, until their court date so they just sit in jail and then a lot of times they'll get hit with time served and then everything is all kosher but then you know you risk losing your job and you know you have the un the uh it's not stable at home because you've been gone and shit like that so shout out to hove putting his money where his mouth is and um being an activist um you know and then he's dropping an album coming out pretty soon uh, i think it comes out next week sometime i think on the 30th called 444 uh, so we'll see what that is hopefully it ain't the hove uh the magna carta holy holy grail hove hopefully it's the drug dealers anonymous hove the um the black album hove the american gangster hove uh the reasonable doubt hove the uh, the volume two hard knock life vo uh hove hopefully it's that uh, hopefully it's I, I got the keys hove um volume three the life and times of sean carter hove you know hopefully it's, it's in that range i really do not like the magna carta holy grail talking about art uh, hove I, I don't like that at all and also uh let's shout out to uh lavar ball the ball family um you know uh, lonzo went number two went to the lakers like they called it you know there was a lot of doubt there going on but i knew once they the lakers traded d'angelo russell 
uh, I was like, okay, they making room for a guard. They about to get Lonzo up in there. And, uh, you know, I think it was a smart decision to have a playmaker who can, you know, he has incredible court vision. Uh, reminds me a lot of uh, of a Jason Kidd or a uh, Chris Paul. Uh, not far, not as far as scoring or that cutthroatness that Chris Paul has, but as far as that that court vision. Uh, you know, he has that court vision and the strength of passing the ball like LeBron. Like LeBron can play pretty much all five positions. He can play all four comfortably, but he he can he could probably play play the five if he wanted to. LeBron could, but. You know, it was a very smart decision by Magic to uh, draft this young man. And, uh, you know, it's nothing but love and respect to his father. You know, his father, you know, had a very large personality. But if you don't believe in your kids, who will? You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things where you just have to respect it. You really do. And I know the white media, they they they've never seen anything like this. A black man being so confident in his kids and his uh, uh, his kids abilities and being so confident in himself. He wasn't on TV, you know, uh, you know, just being so, so meek and, uh, you know, uh, just scared to uh to be himself you know this was a black man that it was like peeling back the curtains you know on a, on a real black man that's just just how we are you know we're big we're boisterous we're loud you know um and it was just him he wasn't in his uh because you know we code switch so quickly black men do black women do too and uh in situations like that you know we'll lower our voice and things of that sort but you know uh lavar just was just nope this is it this is me i'm gonna be me 100 percent. that's something that you really have to respect you have to respect this man being there for his kids you really have to respect that because so many times we see these athletes these black athletes on tv and things like that and they just getting a hug from their mama daddy ain't in the picture nowhere daddy come creeping up once that first million is made and things like that so this was a beautiful thing to see you know a black man champion for his kids so not all heroes wear capes all right so moving on to health over wealth you know what i say without your health you can't enjoy your wealth so this uh quote or proverb comes from the ivory coast for so it's ivorian and it says the death of an elderly man is like a burning library so the reason that i'm saying that is i want all my listeners out there to really kind of just soak up game from older folks in your family and your community uh, I know we all got some old heads, uh, male and female on the block who, you know, who just kind of rant and rave about different things and, you know, very opinionated. But if you sit down and actually hold a conversation with them and, you know, just I'm not going to tell you to keep on talking, but just kind of listen, you know, start listening to your elders uh, because they've been through a lot and uh, just listen just really listen sit down listen soak in that game and apply it to your life because a lot of these people have lived through a lot and uh you know they made it this far so uh why not take some advice from them you know spend some time with your older relatives okay uh, that's the advice that i got for y'all this week again make sure you catch me on bumpers uh for a little mini episodes to get y'all through the week i put this one out late just so y'all could listen to the bumpers inaugural episode that i did put up so much love and respect to all of y'all out there spend time with your older relatives go visit your grandmama go visit your great grandpa go visit your your, your grand uncle your great uncle your great auntie and just uh chop up some game and soak it up and uh 
just listen all right i love y'all one